0: Hello, welcome to the Chris Terrell Podcast. Happy holidays. Wow, it is just crazy to think that this year is coming to an end. I started this podcast off really sharing more about my story. And I've done, you know, throughout the year, I've intermixed uh, my own experiences, my own thoughts, and even experiences from others. And I'm going to continue to do that in the year, but I thought it might be poetic of some sort, I guess, I don't know, to end this podcast with talking about my own story in my own life. Some, you know, this, this journey that you're on, this journey that I'm on in my of life is just full of so many twists and turns, you know, you just, you realize you never know where this is going to go. I'm doing a journaling exercise where I'm looking backwards you know, over the years I've always struggled with seasonal depression pretty hard. And then also as the enormity of the upcoming year would always start to loom ahead of like, oh my gosh, look at all these things. I've gotta get done this next year. I've gotta lose the weight. I've gotta do this with my job. I gotta do this with my family. I gotta get my personal life in order. I gotta blah, 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 blah. just gotta get you know, you just start getting overwhelmed with like thinking of everything. At least that's how it felt for me. But I didn't know that at first. So I used to in December, I would always get really I don't know. For lack of a better way to describe it, sad. I mean, I just really struggled in December for a long time. On the course of this journey of losing my weight and transforming my life, I learned because it's I was looking at the entire year ahead. And now I approach the end of the year very differently. I still get the dag gum seasonal depression because I miss the sunshine and I love the sun and it's not around much. Uh, But, you know, that is what it is. I can't fix that. You know, I try the lights and the other things, but they don't always work for me. However, the VR helps, but I digress. Let's get back to the topic. I did find a way to help me counteract some of the other depressional parts that come along for me um, during this time of year. And that is I quit looking forward and I've started to instead start looking backwards, which is something that was very... Compared to old me, it's foreign. Like now, it seems just so natural for me to do this. But wow, I mean, just even a year ago, this was really a struggle. And um, before I get into what I'm doing, how I'm handling the end of the year, I want to I want to tell you a bit about how I got here. So every year, I approach it with an intention. I I used to be the goal setting person. Well, this year I'm going to do such and such. Somewhere along the lines, I started realizing this is kind of pointless. It's almost like we all know that New Year's resolutions are dumb, like that we're not going to do them. It's like, let's come up with some lofty goal that makes us feel good. We're going to say it. And then we're going to stop doing it by February and go, well, you know, that's just how it goes with New Year's resolutions. You know, you don't do them. And i was just like, well, this is stupid. Why am I? I don't want to participate in this. So I stopped. And I just didn't. I never did New Year's resolutions for years. Nothing. But then I got to think, I'm like, well, this also seems like a waste. It is a new year. And there is something to the notion of looking at a, a changing of a season, so to speak, you know, as you wrap up the holidays. Well, let's look at what new intentions I can bring to the next year. And then I thought, that's it right there. Intention. It's what do I want to work on? What do I want to improve on in a year? You know, some people might call it a theme. Some people might call it a, a purpose, a mission. You know, so I just look at it as my intention, my, my focus, an area of improvement. I've never really come up with a coined term for it. I just sort of refer to it as those things. What is my yearly focus going to be? And as I came into this year, you know, I had already lost a lot of weight and I was only just a handful of pounds away from being done. I, um, I realized I needed to reinforce a lot of mindsets that were helping me be successful. And one of them was embracing process and being present. I spent so much of my life being so focused on two years down the road, three years down the road, five years down the road, that I unfortunately was not making the best of choices in the near term. And in fact, hindering my progress. So I set off in 2021 with the intention of working on my ability to be present. To be here and now. To not be preoccupied with the failures of the past, nor to be preoccupied with the potentials of the future. But just stay here. And oh my gosh, that was so hard. Oh, it was so hard this year as I set out to do that, as I set out to work on those things. I, uh, I started the beginning of the year off working for another company. And it was difficult to be there. Um, you know, years and years and years of company politics was taking a toll on me. I just didn't want to play it anymore. Yeah, I knew how, but I just didn't want to. You know, years and years and years of dealing with drama and infighting and backbiting and undercutting people and egos. It was just yeah, I knew how to play the game, but it was just I just didn't want to play it anymore. I'd been in an industry for twenty years. And I was like, you know, I just just don't know if I want to do it anymore. But I'm like, how do I get out of this? That's all I know. I've only known this industry. I've only known this world. I've spent, I've spent 20 years to get really good at where I'm at. And yeah, I'm not done. Yeah, I could still improve. Yeah, I need to be better. I don't think that ever changes. I think we're always can improve. But like I looked at it, I just like, I, I just don't know if I want to keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm looking at my weight loss success and going like, well, I've, gosh, I've been able to change this. And I never thought I could change this. I wonder, I wonder what else I could change. And so I started thinking about, well, how do, I, how do I change careers? So I sat down and was like, what do I want to do? Or like, oh, I was like, I want to do commercial janitorial, but I want to do it for myself because I was in the commercial cleaning industry. And uh, I was like, I want to I run my own company. I want to stop working for other people. So I set a plan in motion in, uh, in January of, of 2021 to t- start taking me that direction. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. I'm just going to get there. Well, along the way, I had been working with people on the side, helping people lose weight, just as, you know, people that had approached me because people had seen my success and like, Hey, can you help me? I'm like, yeah, you know, cause I just wanted to pay it forward. I'm like, I just love it so dang much. And I was like, let me, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to help you. In fact, it'll help keep me motivated too. And I just kept doing it. Well, then somebody said, you ever thought about like making it for real? I was like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if people would do it. Like i never hadn't thought about it. You know, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to go be the CEO of a cleaning company. <laughs> and so I, I said, well, why not? Let's try it. So I, I, I took on a few people on the side, like, like as actual paying clients. And I was like, okay, yeah. And then I, but I'm continuing on with my, with my, my cleaning company that I was working on. Keep going, and I'm having success with uh, with both. But then I finally find a way forward where I can leave my job, and I I put a plan in place. I wrote a date in the calendar, several months out, and said leave my job on this day. I turned in my notice a month out, and I'm getting ready to leave. And I go and I start this cleaning company, and things are going. And I'm also doing this coaching thing, and I'm thinking, well. I'll, I'll do some more of it, and I'll let the coaching thing support me a little while I work on this cleaning business. And ne- next thing I know, I'm, I'm, I'm so busy with the coaching business that not two months into this, I was at a crossroads. I was like, I, I can't do both. Like, I can't. I, I wasn't planning to be here. This wasn't a place I was expecting to find myself, and yet here I am. And I agonized over it for a month. Like, what do I do? Like, I want to do this. I want to go do the coaching full time. I want to, I, I so desperately do. But yet for some reason I couldn't let go of this industry that I had been dealing with for so long I couldn't let it go. And, but I felt the pull and the call to just, no, keep, go do the coaching thing. It, it's people are there to help and I, you can't do both well. If you keep doing both, you're going to do them both terribly. It's like, so pick one and do it right. And and, and then, so I'm doing some real heavy introspective work at this time. Now I'm putting into practice all the, the things that I talk about on my podcast, on my TikTok, on my Facebook group, on my blogs, with my clients. I'm getting up early. I'm journaling. I'm working on my sleep. I'm, you know making proper plans, I'm setting realistic expectations, but I'm also digging deep into myself and going, why am I struggling with this decision so much? Why is it so hard to just say, I'm Chris Terrell, this is what I want, and I'm gonna go get it. Why is this so hard? And I'm writing down in my journal and it dawned on me. You see, my, I got into the commercial cleaning industry because my dad was in that industry. I got started at the age of 15 as a cleaner in his company, and I worked my way up through the ranks. I actually left his company um, and went and worked other places because I wanted to go spread my own wings, and, but I stayed in the same industry. And then I came back, and then you know, he sold his business, and I went to work with other places, and I just kept climbing, and I kept going. And I was really you know, proud of what I had done, and I was just working and working and working, and I managed to climb away from a janitor all the way up to higher levels, we'll say. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of responsibilities. And then all of a sudden I woke up one day and realized I've accomplished all of my goals, all of my, and aspirations career-wise to this point. I had the titles I wanted. I had the income I wanted. I had the car I wanted, had the apartment, had the hours, had the authority. I mean, I had everything I wanted, but I wasn't happy. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, I'm not happy. And here I am, I'm in a fork in the road. Why is this so hard for me to let this go? I know this isn't making me happy. And this other thing, this, this coaching thing makes me happy. Why is this so hard? And I'm doing the levels of why. Write it down, ask myself, why is this so hard? Answer it. Why is that the answer? Answer it again. Why is that the answer? Answer it again. Why is that the answer? Answer it again. And finally I arrived at the answer because I had never gotten in the janitorial industry for me in the first place. That's why it was so hard. It was hard because I wanted to impress my dad. I wanted to make my dad proud. I was just like a lot of boys out there wanting his dad to say good job. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And yet he passed and that need still had a hold on me. It's almost like I felt this need to honor his legacy by continuing on in that industry. And in fact, the reason why it was so hard for me to make the shift was because I was unwilling to move past that little boy that just wanted to make his dad proud. And I had to let go of that. I had to say, I need to do what makes me happy. I need to do what's right for me. And I need to follow my own path. And life is calling me. And I can tell you, if I had been my old forward-thinking, goal-driven self, I would have missed this moment. Because I would have set a goal five years down the line and run so aggressively headfirst at that, not thinking about anything else, including my own needs. And I would have just looked at any other thoughts as just resistance, as just noise to be ignored. But because I was working so hard at being present, on listening to the whispers of life, where it was guiding me, I started to then realize, no, I want to do this coaching thing full time. And so I let go of the cleaning business uh, not long after it started. And as I shifted all of my intention and effort towards the coaching business, I started having success with people. I started taking on more clients. I started having better content. And then the fear set in. Oh my gosh, what have I done? I've turned away from the certainty and of a paycheck. Oh my gosh, I'm working for myself. Oh no, I've left the industry that I, I know inside and out, forwards and backwards, upwards and sideways and every way in between. I've left this to go hop into a brand new industry that yeah, I know, I know how to lose weight, but I don't know how to run a coaching business. Yeah, I know how to lose weight, but you know I've got so much I've got to learn. The fear was so real. Every day I'd wake up just in terror because the future was full of uncertainty. And yet if I just looked at today, I'd be like, today's not that bad. But if I started thinking about the enormity of the task ahead of me, the enormity of building an entire business from scratch, it it would be soul crushing. And then I would look back to my weight loss journey and go, you know what? This is how I felt about my weight. If I sat down and said, I need to lose 100 pounds, I would just feel completely, totally and utterly overwhelmed. Why don't I just try to lose two pounds? Just stay here, stay here now. Just focus on making the right choices today, knowing that if I make enough right choices today, the scale will keep going down. Just lose a pound or two, that's not so overwhelming. Whenever I needed to get a sense of progression and feel a sense of accomplishment, I didn't need to come look at some goal that I achieved. Instead, I would sit down and look backwards. I would go, I started here, or I started there, and now I'm here. I started at 290 pounds, now I'm 190 pounds. I started at 290 pounds, and now I'm 165 pounds. I started at, I would get sore walking up a flight of stairs, to, I'm about to run a half marathon, and I would remind myself, if that lesson worked there, it'll work here. And so I would do that. I would regularly journal, what have I got done so far? Where am I at? So I started keeping track of the number of hours I spent coaching. And instead of looking at what all I got to do, I started looking back and I'm like, my gosh, look at how many hours I've been able to spend working with people. Started totaling up the weight that I'd help people lose. I'm like, wow, look at this. I started looking at the impact that things like this podcast and other things have been able to have and going, oh my gosh, this is, I, I didn't, I didn't know this was possible. When I set out at the beginning of the year, I set out to start a cleaning company, and I am ending the year completely outside of that, running a successful coaching weight loss coaching business, setting up myself in 2022 for a great year. So I now, instead of looking forward, I like to look backwards. I like to see how have I improved from where I was, because that mindset I now realize Makes it easier to move forward because the more steps I take, the more total progression I've had, which creates an immensely satisfying sense of accomplishment. And so, as my journaling exercise, I'm writing down what I've gotten done this year. As an example, I'll pull a fitness one, you know, because a lot of these are personal. I don't want to really share too much about it. But in the beginning of the year, I had run zero miles with no plan of running. And in fact saying, I'm not going to be able to run because I had tapped out because, you know, my ankle was giving me problems when I was bigger. And I was like, I I can't run. My doctor said I can't. Then on Memorial Day, my brother-in-law, the same brother-in-law that gave me the challenge to move three times a week for 20 minutes. Go check out my first episode of the podcast if you haven't listened to it yet for that story. The same guy, he's like, you know, we're doing this Memorial Day workout. Why don't you do it? And I'm, and I'm like, and he's, he's telling me, and it's got the run. He's like, you don't have to do it. And I'm like, bull oh, crap. I can do a half mile. I'm like, I'll just walk it. Like, I can walk a half mile. And, and as I'm walking it, I'm thinking, I wonder if I can run just a little bit of it. Just a just, just hundred feet. So I ran a hundred feet. And I thought, well, next lap, I'll run a little more because you're running several laps. You know, you do a thing and then come back to it. Next thing I know, I ran a whole half mile without stopping, and it hurt. It hurt. And I remember thinking, that was tough, and I couldn't run again for a week. And now I'm about to end the year. Right now, as of the recording of this podcast, I have run 196.8 miles this year. I've had 57 runs, and I have run for 39 hours and 41 minutes. I've climbed 7,392 feet on my feet. I used to run an average of zero miles a week, and now I run 12 miles a week. I used to run an average of zero minutes a week. Now I run an average of two hours and 26 minutes a week. I used to run an average of zero times per week, and now I run an average of three times per week. I've set personal bests in the 1K, the 1 mile, the 5K, and the 10K. And I've beaten my personal best in every single one of them multiple times throughout the year. This is when I'm looking back and going, wow, in the beginning of the year, I didn't have a plan to do this. And yet this is one of my proudest accomplishments is my physical transformation in this area. It wasn't a goal and there wasn't a plan. It was just me making the right choices here and now and willing to try new things. And just telling myself, just keep that mindset. Just stay here and now and be willing to try new things. And just tell yourself you can always better your best, even if it, it is microscopically better. Because better is better. It does not matter how much. It doesn't matter what somebody else is doing. It's irrelevant. All that matters is, am I improving on myself? Am I setting a new benchmark? Am I pushing? Am I taking myself places I've never been? Am I living life? I started this podcast on a whim in the beginning of this year. And then I even walked away from it because I got busy, you know, trying to start two companies and all. And then I came back to it and now this podcast has continued to grow and it's thanks to your support and I'm eternally grateful to you listening and to those that support me in all the other ways, my clients, those that support the free content directly through you know the donation features because you all have allowed me to somehow actually do what I didn't know was possible, which is to make a career change. And to go another direction and to for the first time in my life be doing something because it's what chris wants not that there's anything bad with what i did i am so proud of the years i spent in my previous industry immensely proud and i know i made my dad proud i know that he told me but i had to recognize there came a time to close a chapter in the book and move to a new chapter with new adventures because I didn't know where the last 20 years was going to take me. Looking backwards, I can say, yep, I never could have planned for any of that. And so I know as I go into the next, I'm like, I have no idea what's coming, but I know that every day I'm going to make the best decision that I know how. And then the next day I'll just do it again. And I'll just take it a day at a time. Doesn't mean I don't think about the future. I do. Doesn't mean I don't set goals. I do. But I know my future goals are Always subject to change. They're solidly set in jello, and I could change them every day if needed because I'm going to use the information I have at the moment to influence the choice that I make in the moment. And I encourage all of you as you are moving into the new year to look back on this year and ask yourself are you better off in any way, in any area, even if only microscopically, than you were at the beginning of the year? Have you learned things that you did not know in the beginning of the year that are going to set up set yourself up for success in 2022? Have you have you lost your 10 pounds this year, knowing that you really would have liked to lose more but you've lost 10? Well, own it. Be proud of it. Tell yourself good job for the 10 that you lost. You ended the year lower than you started. And you're going to start the next year off lower than you were the year before. For anything like me, that's unusual. Because usually every year I started off higher than the year before. My content is going to evolve in January. I am moving into a space where I'm going to be able to have a more dedicated studio setup. And be able to record higher quality content, content more often. I'm investigating a few options. Some of which I'm just going to be fully transparent what I'm looking at. I'm looking at adding merchandise. I'm looking at adding a community section where I'll release more frequent podcasts or I'll release more of these bonus episodes. Yeah, those are going to become a thing, but I won't keep doing them here. There'll, there'll be a place for them. You know, I'll continue to expand the coaching per off that has been offered. I'll continue to add more to the communities to help everyone lose as much weight as possible. And next week, I'm going to talk about some of my goals for next year and where you come into play for some of them, because some of them, you can impact you can help with and it'll cost you nothing but improving your life so enjoy this christmas season this holiday weekend i am so grateful for you especially if you're still listening (laughs) yeah if you're still listening you're one of the people that really enjoy this show and i am so grateful for you you know here at the end your support even if it's just your ear Or sharing the podcast or giving it a review means the world to me. People reach out and send me kind emails, which you're welcome to do. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put the email in the show notes of this podcast. Uh, So in your podcast app, you can pull that up and you'll see links and one of them, and there will be an email address. I would love to hear from you. Um, I'll do my best to respond, you know. But I would love to hear about your weight loss story this year. What has your journey been? If I've been able to help in any way, if you found anything helpful that I've shared, I'd, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love the feedback. That's really my only struggle with this is sometimes it can be a difficult to get to get a lot of feedback, you know, because comment sections usually, they can be so overrun sometimes and you can only say so much in a tiny comment. And the Facebook group is good. But, you know, just know if you ever want to share your story with somebody that wants to hear it. You can send me your story and I want to hear it. So I'm going to go ahead and end here. Always remember you can do hard things. Always remember it is worth changing your life. And always remember that you matter. That your life is a precious thing. And you deserve to live your best version. I'll see you next week.